Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion Vershawn Jackson. Oh, I got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Copples Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Presented by Wingstop. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. All right, welcome back in. Hour number two of the Captain Show. Nick Sainer, Rico with you guys. Thanks to Priscilla for hanging out for that first hour. Good stuff there. Shout out the homie Priscilla Joseph. Absolutely. For, uh, good stuff from uh, DP, Rico, and her. So that was good stuff. If you missed any of that, check it out on the podcast page, theticketfm.com. We got a lot of stuff to get to. Hope the weekend was good. Um, we can't get through all of our topics because you know me and Rico still have a happy hour, so we yeah. can't. We can't give you everything. We can't. We can't give you everything. Just a taste. Just a taste. We'll see how the rest of the the couple hours go here on the Captain Show. Once again, VJ out today. Doesn't have a voice. It sounds like so. Maybe you um, shouldn't have partied so hard. I I I thought about making my way over to Rosie's and seeing how how wild the party was. Mm-hmm. And seeing you know VJ in that element because I see VJ in in this element every day and he's him around his friends. He's got a lot of energy. Well, I would like to think he and I are friends. Uh, Come on, Rico, closer friends, closer friends, former teammates. There's obviously that bond there. Um, But are you friends or you just co-hosts? Are you just his producer? Co-workers, co-workers, workplace associates, workplace proximity associates. Maybe that's he just has to be my friend. (laughs) I just have to be his friend. That's how it is. That's what it is. Um, If you guys can't tell over the airwaves, we hate each other <laughs> no i'm kidding but no i thought about making my way over there but i'll be honest rico um friday was a little bit of a wild night and and saturday we were tired so um i went home around three o'clock took a nap goodness gracious. with all the plans to head back down to the downtown the rail yard all yeah. that good stuff did not happen <laughs> um, so we, uh, just enjoyed the masters on Saturday. We enjoyed, I watched the tiger documentary, which I want to talk about. Mm, Have you I seen that? I did not that? watch it. No. So the tiger documentary, once again, as always, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln hotline, the starter Hammond text line, feel free, send in any thoughts you may have. Um, what do we think from the spring game since Rico's been on the air for, since 8 a.m. basically, but obviously I've... I haven't actually given much much of my spring game right, we'll you know. Save it I, I will save it. I will save so it. So we'll have to save it. Once again, you can text in, call in, give us any of your thoughts, what you do over the weekend. Then you can also tune in on the Sutter Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. It's an exciting day. It's an exciting week. Okay. Yes. So obviously, I, I know DP talked about Husker baseball and softball happening tomorrow. I want to I talk about that. I want to cover that over the next couple hours. I want to... Uh, I just realized that my name on the stream says Rico, and I am not Rico. Does mine say DP? Yes, it does. Wow. So I need to make sure that changes. But anyway, um, once again, 
Tune in on the Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. You can send in a comment on there, and we'll be all good to go. Uh, all right, so Drumstick says this. Why was the Masters not on CBS? Totally lame. On Sunday it was, because I watched it on CBS because mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure I heard Jim Nance's voice on with the Masters. We love Jim Nance. And so, I don't know, maybe it wasn't on CBS radio. Um, so maybe that's the problem. I can tell you. We'll we'll see what's going on. All right. Oh, here's a here's a loaded question from Brev. Here we go, Brev. What's up? What's going on with baseball? <sighs> well, my well, friend. So okay. So Rico, actually, I did some digging yesterday, and let me go to my Twitter. Ooh. Because I uh, posted this on Twitter, and I was I was surprised that this tweet didn't get a lot of traction. I will be honest. I it's when I, I didn't retweet it. Maybe when that when I uh, got that I. Uh... Okay, sidebar. So I go onto my Twitter right here, and I tweeted out this thing on October eighteenth, twenty twenty one. For those that know me, know that haircut day is my favorite day. The experience is ten times better when the barber turns every TV to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I love Haircut Day. This account just retweeted it and commented, definitely a blessed moment, Nick. <laughs> From October 18th, 2021. And I, when, when I pull up my Twitter and there's notifications on there for that tweet from October 18th, I had no idea. I, I didn't know how to react. All right, so back to Husker Baseball here. I just found your tweet. My goodness. Yeah. So I did some digging. And for the seventh time this year, I tweeted this out yesterday, Nick underscore Sainert. I'm going to retweet it. For the seventh time this year, Nebraska's starting pitcher doesn't doesn't survive for more than two innings. Seven times. And we talked about it last week that um, when that happens on a Friday or even a Saturday and you have to use five or six pitchers in one of those games... You're going to feel it on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to feel the repercussions of that on Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning whenever you guys play. And and Nebraska certainly did this weekend. I, I mean, they lose, they get obliterated at their own ballpark 19-1 to for the, basically the second time this year that they've been blown out of the water. And, and I like, Rutgers played well, but I'm not considering Rutgers a top program in the country. Rutgers is not a powerhouse. Rutgers is not a team that should have beaten Nebraska on the road 19 to 1. No. And and allowed Nebraska to two hits all game long. And we saw that the ball was flying out of the ballpark for Rutgers. And, and what I will say this also like with with the whole um just just pitchers not getting out of the set, not getting past the seventh second inning. Once again I'll repeat it. For the seventh time this year Nebraska's starting pitcher doesn't survive for more than two innings. The dates that it happened, and, and I also put the innings pitch, once again, Nick, Nick underscore Sainert if you want to see it um, all laid out for you. February 18th, game one of the season against Sam Houston, our starting pitcher, one and a third. February 20th against Sam Houston, one inning. February 26th against TCU, one and a third. March 16th against New Mexico State, two-thirds. March 20th against Texas A&M Corpus Christi, two innings. Against UNO on April sixth, two innings, and then yesterday in the season or series finale against Rutgers, Dawson McCarville gets through one and two thirds. Like this is, it's just not a, it's not a recipe for success. Unfortunately, you're not going to find really any type of success if your starting pitchers can't can't give you any type of meaningful meaningful outings, especially 
when you are as decimated uh, from injuries as Nebraska's, you know, starting pitching and bullpen have been. You know, you're you're already spread thin with the amount of people that you have to use, you know, almost every every single weekend based on the fact that your pitchers can't make it past two, three, four innings. Yeah. So you add on top of that the fact that you already lost three guys, including maybe two of your better bullpen – well, one of your best bullpen arms and one of your starting pitchers who would have been able to hopefully get you a couple innings – you're you're spread you're spread super thin. I understand that Will Bold at the beginning of the season said that they they really thought they had a lot of depth in their bullpen in their rotation. I mean, right now you're being tested, and I understand you could still he can still feel good about where his bullpen is sitting, and this can be happening. It's just the fact that you got to get something more out of the starting pitchers. You got you can't continue to go to these bullpen arms night after night and expect them to continue to hold. You know, teams scoreless. Well, it's Nebraska, as we've seen, kind of in the bullpen this season. Now, this this could be a different story next season when the when the bullpen arms get some experience under their belt and and things like that. But you can't go to a freshman and expect him to to deal out or, or to cover four and a third innings like Jackson Brockett, the freshman from I believe Elkhorn South, did yesterday. Like that that performance from Jackson Brockett, four and a third allowed four hits, one earned run, struck out four for Scarlet Knights. Um. That's a, that's that's fantastic. Like it, it, well, out of out of your bullpen, that's all you can that's all you can expect. Like that's all you can you can hope for. At, at the end of the day, um, when when you turn it over to the bullpen, you're not trying to trying to throw a no no. You're trying just to pitch to contact, get through the through the game. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, here's here's Kenton Lincoln with this text. Rutgers is better than Nebraska in all three of the major men's sports. Let that sink in. So. With uh, the only one that I would say closer is football, I suppose. Um, and and I mean, the last time this, these, the last time these two teams played, Nebraska came out on top for football. For football, yeah, not not basketball, no, not, not basketball, not, not baseball. baseball. Now this is Nebraska, Rutgers has won six straight against Husker baseball. Six straight. It, it, like going back to last year, even in the season that Nebraska, the the, the ultra successful season that Nebraska had last season. They still swept Nebraska, and that was the moment last year where Nebraska was like that. That was the beginning of the turning point for Nebraska. If you, if you, uh, and their hot streak. So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe that's the case, and maybe getting swept at home in embarrassing fashion, especially on Sunday, in, in front of in front of a good group of fans, maybe that's what this team needs is kind of a, a boost in the butt, like to get going, a kick in the but, teeth. But like at the end of the day, so Drumstick says this have. Haven't we played a litany of really tough teams? Season is early, but dang, we need to get on a streak. Um, I, mean, I, I will say this: I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna blame the schedule for this because no. at the end of the day, Nebraska coming into the season, and, and we've had these conversations at the end, at the at the beginning of the season, Nebraska, Will Bolt, the staff, the the media, myself included, we all discussed how this is the season. This was the season that Nebraska earns national respect. After to host a regional, after and with that that whole hosting a regional thing, we we made the just kind of assumption that the staff that was their goal, and it was obviously for for obvious reasons. But looking back, we kind of really hammered that home. Like mm-hmm. it, this this season is a bust. If um this season is a bust if Nebraska doesn't host a regional, it's it's not necessarily a bust if you make the NCAA tournament. 
But at the end of the day, you're you're disappointed if you don't host a regional after last year. You thought that you were at that. You thought that you were at that point after last season, and 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 what you did, despite losing the amount of talent that you did lose, you thought you believed that this team would would have been able to compete for, and I mean they still can compete for yeah. a Big Ten title and end up hosting a regional come come postseason play. Maybe maybe you know maybe not hosting a super regional, but at least you know. Hosting that regional and, and and bringing some teams in and and having a good uh, a good time, but as it is right now, the standings and and how Nebraska is playing, hosting a regional is is is, is 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 it's far done. in the rear view, and right now yeah. it's just focusing on you know improving your Big Ten record and and getting to postseason play. So in response to Drumsticks talk about um, competitive schedule and playing tough teams. Staying on that discussion there, Nebraska, to be fair, has not. Like, if you think about the teams that Nebraska has played, Sam Houston is a postseason team. TCU, postseason team. And and being realistic, TCU, you would like to at least get one, but you got swept. Mm-hmm. Sam Houston, you would have liked to at least split two two games on in the four-game series, but you, you, got, you lost three of them. You lost three of the four. Um, the the losing or canceled series against Long Beach State where they came to town hurts because that's a chance for Nebraska. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Ask to get RPI points, but the inevitable happened in, in, in March 13th and March 14th. You had the, uh, the two games against UNO where you split that. UNO's not a good team. Nebraska-Omaha, not a good baseball team. You win a two against New Mexico State. How much does that really do for your RPI? Not very much because they're they have a losing record. Texas A&M course Corpus Christi, not a good baseball program. Comes in, takes two of three, and the one game you did win, it was a sloppy thirteen to twelve win. Then you you get a canceled game on midweek against South Dakota State. Michigan comes in, who Michigan is regarded as one of the top teams in the Big Ten Conference, even in a season where they are not playing well, and they take two of three. And you win a thirteen to nine ball game. You lose on the road at Creighton. You sweep Ohio State once again. Ohio State losing record, not going to do much for RPI points. Then you lose at Omaha once again, and you get swept at home by Rutgers. Like this schedule, this is why this is where we talked about the non conference being so critical for Husker baseball coming into the year because with the Big Ten conference and, and the way that they're set up baseball wise and 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 national respect-wise in the conference, Mm -hmm. wins against Northwestern, wins against Rutgers, do not do anything for your RPI points. They do a very small amount of of help for for RPI points, which means 
it, and it magnifies the games against TCU in the in the early st- like stages of the year. Mm-hmm. It magnifies the games against Sam Houston. The win against uh, a win against UT Arlington doesn't do much for you, but a loss sure hurts you a lot. Nebraska is currently sitting one ten in RPI. Uh, Sam Houston is way down at one forty one, and uh, TCU. We'll just go with you know those those first two teams that they played. Uh, TCU is all the way up at, oh my goodness, I just had it. And that's fine. I'm not well, gonna, oh, well, there they are. They're all the way up at 71. And and the team you're going to be facing this weekend, BYU, is at 56. So once again, like while we were, while, like going back to the, coming into this year, this is a team that wanted to, this was, this season was an opportunity to gain national respect, be compared to or, or looked at or talked about in the same conversations as Big 12 baseball or SEC, ba- maybe SEC baseball or, or ACC baseball is a yep. better comparison than Big 12. But at the end of the day, Nebraska had opportunities. I mean, Sam Houston, I remember having conversations after Sam Houston and Nebraska lost three of four going, well, okay, looking back, we, we kind of have an idea what we're getting with this team with, with Will Bolt and his staff. And Sam Houston's an NCAA uh, a postseason team, so maybe you can bounce back from three of those four losses, and bam, just like that, you turn around after Sam Houston, and guess what? You have TCU, who is a, a mainstay, a staple in the in the Big Twelve, or in the not only the Big Twelve, but also has made multiple trips to the College World Series, unfortunately. And at the end of the day, maybe we we expected too much out of this team, and. I don't mean that as to say we should alter or change expectations or what constitutes a successful season. But unfortunately, like I sat back personally, Rico, and I sat back and I said, all right, Nick, second round picks don't grow on trees. And maybe we undervalued how important, how big of a role Spencer Schwellenbach played. Maybe. I mean, he was like a, he was he was three people. I mean, that's yeah, what we and, that's what and, we've been talking about is it's taken three, four, five people just to fill the role that Spencer Schwalenbach yeah. left. I mean, with his glove, with his bat, with just his just his his leadership on the team, everything he brought to this Nebraska team, and him leaving has has taken multiple people. You couldn't just take one other person. Plug them in and yeah. expect them to 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 do what Spencer Schwellenbach was doing. You didn't have anybody who was who was the do it all, the one of the best pitchers on your team, one of the best gloves, and one of the best mm-hmm. hitters on your team. You had to have at least three people. And right now, with the way they're playing, you need at least five or six. Well, and with that, like going back to like how I stepped back after I think it was after the Michigan game. After I saw them play in person for the first time against Michigan, I I, I sat back and I'm like, all right. Spencer Schwellenbach, those type of players don't grow on trees. Nebraska maybe just needs to develop a guy that they have currently into the next type of Spencer Schwellenbach where he's such a big role and such a big part of of your success. Mm -hmm. Maybe looking at the outfield, you have a fresh face in Luke Sartori who played at at Hutch, is, is a hometown guy from Lincoln Southwest who's having a decent year defensively but offensively struggling to get the bat going a little bit. And and you look out, you know, in the other areas in the outfield and it's okay. You know, Cam Chick who who played some outfield last year, played a lot of second base last year as well, especially when Schwellenbach was pitching. Like maybe it's some something's going on. Like if you think back to the team last year, experience was the bottom line. They 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 did not lack in experience. Like they they knew how to handle adversity when it when it hit them or punched them in the face. And so maybe we undervalued that in the moment last year. 
Um, and, and now this year, it's just going to take time, unfortunately. Bryce says this on the text line, 402-464-5685. Do you think the team read into their own hype? So what what was so fascinating is it was the day that spring football started, and we'll get to the, the phone call here in a moment. It was the day that spring football started, and Will Bolt talked to the media as well before Scott Frost. And, and we were sitting in there, and, and all of us, you know, it's start of the year. They It's a week away from the opening day. Kyle Perry's up there talking. And, and you have heard KP on this station as well and, and the success. And, and obviously the injury to him hurts this program a lot. But at the end of the day, Will Bolt said that, like, they weren't buying into hype. Like, they they truly felt confident on what they had. And and when he was asked, you know, like, what's the expectation for this year? He's like, obviously it's to host a regional but the guys aren't talking about last year. And that there was a quote that really stood out, and I'll have to find it during the break here so we can play it on the other side because I want to continue this conversation into the next segment a little bit. But he, he was very clear, like, we don't talk about last year. Like, this is a different... And he admitted that it was a, it was a much different team, and, and maybe guys like me didn't take that seriously enough when he said, this is a completely different team, and we're we're working with completely different players now. And, and so maybe I, maybe I, that's my fault for not taking it seriously enough when he said that out, out loud. Uh, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Hammond text line. Appreciate you guys chiming in. You guys got a lot of thoughts. We'll get to all of them here in a moment. Who's on the phone, Rico? Dave. Dave, what's up? Hey, guys. How are we doing? Hey, you know what they, you know, um, this Rutgers was not a bad team. But look, the problem, the problem is, they're lead, They're like one of the leaders in the Big Ten in strikeouts. This this baseball team, Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah, offensively, you you're know, talking. When I played baseball, you know you could strike out, but you know, gosh darn it, you better be swinging that bat if you do. Yeah. How many times this year has Nebraska players just stood there with strikeout looking? I mean, it's just incredible, you know. And uh, this team is going to struggle just to get finished top eight in the Big Ten. I'm just telling you, you can't score one or two runs and expect to win games. You know, and you guys aren't, you know, Jackson Hallmark, yeah. Spencer Schwellenbach, Logan Foster, those guys got on base at the top of the lineup. And then you had Bryce Matthews mm-hmm. and uh, what's the other guy's name to hit him Max, in? You have Max they Anderson. Have that this yeah. year, you know, and, uh, you know, I think expectations were too much for this team. Okay. There's too many under, there's too many underclassmen. You got too many uh, pitchers with no experience. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a tough battle just to finish in top eight. But uh, thanks for taking my call, guys. Yeah, pr- appreciate thanks, it. Dave. Appreciate it, Dave. So I will say this. Um, when, when Dave said something about along the lines of you can't expect to win baseball games when only scoring one or two runs, he, he has a point, and I see where he's coming from, especially with this program because nothing's working. But at the end of the day, you you can. Mm-hmm. If you do, we, everything we've talked about where Nebraska, like, if you're if you're a hardcore baseball fan and you're a fan of, of the pastime like, type of baseball where it's low scoring, it's a pitcher's duel, you can win games. And we saw this, the Nebraska team last year do that multiple times. Small where ball, they, where they, people Well, over. no, it's not even, it's where they win a 2-0 game or a 3-1 ball game and it felt like in the eighth inning, not necessarily just whether who whoever was pitching for Nebraska, whether it was Schwellenbach, whether it was Buns, whether it was whoever you want to throw in there, insert name there. Um, at the end of the day, 
they just did everything right defensively. If you can rely on your pitchers to throw strikes, to pitch to contact, you can rely on the backside of your defense then to to not boot the ball, keep routine routine plays routine. Um, don't take if you make one mistake in the air, don't make it turn it into two mistakes. Don't come by like for example, for example, like in just and this is just a hypothetical situation. When I say don't compound mistakes or make one mistake into two mistakes, if you if you fail to hit the cutoff man, then don't. Con- or don't add on to that mistake by the cutoff man then trying to throw a guy out at home plate when he has no shot mm-hmm. overthrows the catcher because tr- he's trying to be be Superman mm-hmm. like at that point because then if you, if, bobble, you think about it, if, no, you... No, if you think about it on the back side then if the if the ball gets past the catcher or the ball gets past the third baseman from the cutoff man and, and you're compounding mistakes you're giving up free 90 90 feet you're mm-hmm. giving up free bases over and over and in those two to one ball games and in those three to one ball games or three to zero wins, what what this team didn't do last year was compound mistakes. They would allow they would allow teams to get hits. They would weather the hits. They didn't walk guys. They didn't hit guys. They didn't make errors. Mm-hmm. They did all the little things. And so when you're when you're strong on defense and in the field, then you can worry. You can you can only score two runs. Like like I, I know it's on a much smaller scale, and players are a lot more. Um, talented in college but in like the high school level you see it around here all the time where teams are okay with winning two to one ball games and they'll they'll score on on bunts in the first two innings and then it's just pitch to contact let guys get themselves out with hits because most of the time at levels especially I mean even at the big 10 level like if you pitch to contact guys you have to make guys beat you like make them beat you allow them to hit one over the fence in in on on the road like Put them in a situation, and on offense, when you're on the base pass, make the pitcher work. Like Dave said, I mean, the, the strikeouts, not even taking the bat off your shoulders, extremely frustrating. Um, it, it's it's extremely it's extremely frustrating. I know you had a thought. I interrupted you. I was just gonna say on the compounding mistakes. Don't if 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 the if if it's supposed to be a routine grounder, it gets you. You end up bobbling it. Don't try to don't try to Superman exactly. strength throw it to first base, throw it over his head and give the guy a, a free well, free second base. Like if you're thinking about this, and I, I don't know if there's a certain situation in in Nebraska's time that this has happened, but let's say a ground ball is hit to second base, you bobble it, you have no shot to get the guy at first, but you throw it anyway just to try to finish out the play because like I see where they're coming from for effort, and it's a split second decision that you have to make it. Um, but if that ball goes then out of play, bam, 180 feet. You just gave up two bases right there, mm-hmm. um, and so it's just it's just un, unfortunate that that Nebraska is struggling there. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. The Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Hamid text line. Um, there's a, there's a lot of text that I want to get to here from from you guys regarding Husker baseball and and kind of what the what the frustration is right now. Um, the last four digits nine eight eight eight. I want to answer your question, especially after the break. We'll do all that coming up next on the captain. Once again, Vershawn out, Nick and Rico hanging out with you guys for a little bit. We'll see who else stops on by. Once again, four zero two four six four five six eight five. We'll be right back on ninety three seven the ticket and the ticketfm.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.